When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Mordecai takes the snap. He'll give it to Braylon off the rather. Mordecai keeps it running left to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Wisconsin. Oh, a beautiful fake. They were geared toward Agent Zero. And Tanner Mordecai says, I got this. And the Badgers are first on the board. Wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are joined now by Nick Osen. He covers Wisconsin football for 24-7 Sports. Nick, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you guys have a big game this week with Ohio State. But before we look ahead to that matchup, Kind of just want to get your thoughts on the season so far for the Badgers. Obviously, much like Nebraska, you bring in a new head coach this year in Luke Fickle. Gone 5-2, and two, probably um, a- as good of a start as you maybe could have hoped for. But, you know, you look back at that one-point loss, at, or that's not the, the nine-point loss at Washington State, uh, a, a low-scoring loss against Iowa probably maybe think you could be a little bit better at this point. How is the, I guess, how has the first seven games gone in, in your mind for, for Luke Fickle? Yeah, you know, I, I think overall you, you put that really well. You know, five and two, I think most people would take that. I feel like there was a lot of, you know, maybe impatience or frustration from some of the fans after the Iowa game mm-hmm. just because, you know, the Hawkeyes offense is just not good and that probably should have been a game. That was count to one. However, I think that this last victory at Illinois come from behind, you know, several starters or key players out. I think that was a really good thing. And I think overall, most of the fans really understand that this wasn't going to necessarily be 11-1, 12-0 overnight. I think that some things take time. I think that there were areas from the last uh, staff or regime that needed to be cleaned up a little bit. And I think overall, there's a lot of kind of excitement, as you mentioned, heading into not only probably the biggest game of the year for Wisconsin, but one of the biggest games in the country this week in prime time as the Badgers have a chance to knock off an undefeated Ohio State team. 
Nick, a come from behind win over Illinois, exactly what Wisconsin needed heading into this matchup. A little bit of confidence. Uh, were you impressed with the way they fought back in this game, scoring 18 unanswered versus, as you said, the uh, effort to come back against Iowa a week prior? Yeah, you know, I, I really was impressed. I think you mentioned, obviously, 18 in a row. You know, it was a decent environment. I mean, Illinois is not necessarily known to be, like, one of the toughest places to play, but it was a good crowd. Homecoming, again, a essentially a freshman quarterback, like somebody second year but did not play much at all in college yet in Braden Locke. He looked incredibly poised. I felt like the defense made the stops necessary uh, when they needed to, specifically in the fourth quarter. And Braylon Allen, you know, he was mentioned on kind of your audio lead in there. And obviously I think sometimes people forget a little bit just how good he is and what he's done in college already. I felt like the game planning was perfect in the fourth quarter. I think offensive coordinator Bill Longo did a terrific job. And is this the most talented roster that Wisconsin's ever had? Not necessarily, but I think that they are a very close group, a group that still has very high aspirations, a team that can get to the Big Ten championship, especially after Iowa's recent loss. So I was impressed. I wasn't shocked. I, I think I said uh, early fourth quarter to a media member near me, you know, they're going to win this game. Just because sometimes you can kind of uh, feel a shift and see kind of holes in an opposing defense. So I was impressed. And I think that when whatever the Badgers do the rest of the year, I think that's one you look back on in the early session of the Luke Fickle era. Nick, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Phil Longo a little bit here because I know there was a lot made of, of his hire when he was brought on by Luke Fickle because, you know, maybe didn't have the uh, typical style of offense that Wisconsin's used to running, although his history is a little bit more run-heavy than a lot of the air raid headlines would lead you to believe. Uh, but it has been a little up and down so far this year on the offensive side of the ball. Now, obviously, you've got injuries uh, Tanner Mordecai most recently, Ches Malusi earlier in the year, um, and obviously he's not coming back. But I, I guess how would you assess the performance of the offense under Phil Longo um, in what is – I know it's been a, something that's a little bit under the microscope just because of his different kind of style of offense. Yeah, again, great way to put it. I think it has been put under the microscope. I think at times, you know, within really – this whole kind of shift, like I mentioned, you can look at things and areas and there's room for improvement. I mean, there has been at, at every spot, you know, and that's just kind of part of college football. But I think overall, especially with those injuries, Wisconsin's offense has been pretty good. And I, I think it's on an upward trajectory. I feel like outside of that Iowa game, most games it's been solid enough for victory. Even the Washington State loss, I mean, that was just a high-scoring game. And I want to give Longo credit because, like you mentioned, there's still been kind of more of a rushing aspect compared to some other air raids. But I don't think there was a wrong button that he pushed in that fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. It really felt like every play was just chunk gain after chunk gain. I think that really going to Braylon Allen, a run play on third and ten against a decent defensive line, that was a really interesting play call. It worked perfectly. And I think overall he's starting to see – you know, it'll be even more explosive and kind of how he imagines it, I think, when future recruiting classes come in, specifically this class of 2024, because there was a lot of just movement and shifting from the offense last year to this year, and obviously a much different system than that of Paul Chris. But I think overall, like I'd say about much of this team, solid enough to win games, 
like you mentioned, they're, they're five and two, could be six and one probably. And I think they're on an upward trajectory. I really feel like that fourth quarter is going to kind of instill a little bit of a spark. Whether they beat a top two or three team in the country this week or not, I think that it's moving in the right direction. Yet. Nick, we saw last week that Penn State could hardly move the football against the Buckeyes. Is there any bone in your body that thinks this Badgers team will have better luck getting down the field with a backup QB? Or was the only way to be competitive in this game, in your mind, having Tanner Mordecai under center? Yeah, that's a really good question. And quite honestly, it will be tough. I mean, I think that's very fair to say. I don't think Penn State's offense has been perfect this season, but I was able to see some of that game. Ohio State's defense looked great. Uh, they come up with enough stops at times, really, this season. I think kind of the backbone of their team is a little bit different this year and kind of how they're figuring out ways to win up there in Columbus. So while I do think that the Badgers will miss Tanner Mordecai's experience and kind of some of his mobility, he's made some great plays with his legs. Guys, I'm sure you've been to a a night game at Camp Randall or maybe heard about them. It it is something special. I think Braden Locke is actually a perfect fit for this offense. So while I don't think the Badgers are going to necessarily put up you know, 35, 42 points against this defense, I do think they'll be able to move the ball. The key to me here is actually just kind of perfection in the play calling and doling it out quickly, kind of like we've seen in this air raid. I think that Locke did a great job of that. I believe it was late in the third, early fourth quarter before they kind of fully came back, just taking what the defense gives them, whether it's a four-yard gain or seven. Not every play kind of has to be this major chunk. I think it's going to be a tough, it's obviously a major challenge against a top team, but I don't think there will be a major drop-off, at least in terms of gaining yards against this defense from Mordecai to Locke. Nick, as you look through the last five games of the schedule, obviously Ohio State this week is the toughest challenge on there, but after that it's all pretty winnable, Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota. If kind of climb into the mind of a Wisconsin fan there, is it is anything less than four and one on the way out going to be disappointing? Absolutely. I think knowing these fans a little bit and just kind of what they're accustomed to, I think there are levels of understanding. You know, maybe if if they at least make things really competitive this weekend, they roll out three in a row and then, you know, a tough close loss at the end of the season, maybe there's some understanding there. Minnesota has shown a little bit of life, I think two out of the last three weeks here uh, in the Big Ten. But I think overall, yeah, I mean, that would get them to, what, nine wins. I think yeah. that's a yeah, very fair expectation. Uh, and you know what? I want to give the fans credit. I think they're being very, you know, kind of realistic about this game. Obviously, they hope for a victory. I think a lot of them just want to see it much more competitive than it's been uh, some of these recent years. And I think that's very fair. I actually do think it'll be competitive. I think Badgers have a great shot to make it under kind of that 14-point spread, and I think they even keep it close early. But overall, yeah, I think anything less than a 4-1 and finish uh, for this Wisconsin team would be a bit disappointing. You mentioned the schedule, but also Wisconsin's simply more talented than all of those teams, really, the rest of the way outside of OSU. Uh, Nick, we're going to get you out of here on this one, about a minute left. I'm curious, you know, you make the hire of Luke Fickle. I imagine that's to... I imagine the reason you make that move is to take that next step from a Big Ten contender to college football playoff contender. In your mind, what's a realistic timeline for 
them to try and make that leap as the landscape of the Big Ten changes and as Luke Fickle tries to kind of put his imprints on the program? Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, obviously the college football playoff is expanding, mm-hmm. but so is the so is the Big Ten. And I think the quality of those teams that the conference is bringing in is, is really kind of off the charts. I would have said probably next year just because it's expanding uh, to 12. But now with kind of getting new recruiting classes in, some of the top-tier talent that's coming in, I'd probably say from maybe a season and a half from now to two seasons. Okay. I think soon enough, I think he's got the capability, but it's still a bit of a process for sure. That's Nick Osen of 24-7 Sports covering Wisconsin football. Nick, we appreciate your time. Have a good weekend. Good back, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nick. That is Nick Osen of 24-7 Sports. Speaking of 24-7 Sports, our very own Mike Schaefer. My very own, I mean right here in the great city of Nebraska. <laughs> he covers the Huskers for 24-7 Sports. He's coming up next on Herd at Sports Radio.